Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Markay more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Markay. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Markay Show starts right now. Okay, Mark, I need you to take off when I take off. So from now on... When you go on vacation, check with me first, because I can't handle it when you're not here. All right, I'll, I apologize. It wasn't really vacation. It was more of a uh, it was more of a uh, pre-planned. I had to be a chaperone. If you believe this, I had to be a chaperone for my kids' trip to Disney World. They had a uh, it was a field trip, which I know a lot of people are thinking field trip to Disney World. It was weird for me too. It was weird for me when I was a kid, and we took field trips. We went to like you know the science center or some kind of lame museum. Uh, but I guess when you live this close to Disney World, it's like hey, this is close enough. It's the happiest place on earth. There's you can learn about I don't know fairy tales and 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 and, and uh, roller coaster splash mountain has some kind of educational yeah whatever. But they asked me to be a um they asked me to be a, a chaperone and my daughter was really excited so I went and I hung out with her and her friends all day. Re- it really interesting to have me designated as like the adult in a group because I'm really. I make the best chaperone for the kids because I'm really just like one of them. I mean, you know, all the other chaperones are like, no, don't do that. I'm like, ah, sure, whatever. <laughs> you might as well. It's yeah, you're at Disney, whatever. Uh, but no, we don't have any. The, the next time I'll be on vacation is Fourth of July, which is I think a time when most people, I think a time when most people get off or take off or whatever. And I'm right there with you. I think if you're working, I should be working, and if you're off, I should be off because it just you know like Christmas Day, nobody's going to tune in to the Marque show. Maybe there's not going to be any news. You know, not everything's going to be kind of like at a at a at a standstill. Uh, I really, you know what I wanted to do? I tried to get the bosses here to let us off when Congress was out. And it was like, look, if Congress is in session, we should be here. If the Senate isn't, we should be here. And if they're not, eh, nothing's going to happen anyway. So what do we need to be here for? But they were like, dude, that would give you like 150 days off a year. And, uh, and I, and I didn't understand why they were upset with that, but apparently. Apparently they want more consistent broadcasting. Yeah, anyway, we did. There were a couple of things that happened uh, yesterday and and over the weekend that we didn't get a chance to talk about. And I want to start with one of those. We're gonna play a little game here. We have a we have a Mark K Show prize pack with a Mark K Show T-shirt and some swag from News 104.5 WOKV. I was gonna throw in some Disney ears, some Mickey Mouse ears, but I totally forgot. Also, those things are way more expensive than the crap that we give out for our prizes. So. I don't know if I could be, I don't know if I'd be able to expense a pair of Disney of uh, Mickey Mouse ears. But anyway, we'll give away this prize pack to the first person who can call up and tell us who where, you have to identify the tweeter. This is a new game. It's called uh, Name That Tweeter. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a tweet, okay? And I'm going to then ask you to call up and tell us who tweeted that tweet. And the first person who can correctly identify the tweeter, if you can name that tweeter, then you will win the Mark K. Show prize pack. Uh, are you ready? Everyone, everyone, the number, by the way, is 855-765-1045. Or you can also just hit star star 1045 if you don't have a lot of time or if you're lazy or both. Uh, star star 1045. All right, here we go. Listen carefully and tell me. Who's the tweeter? Wait, what did I say? Name that tweet. Oh, yeah. Name this tweeter. Are you ready? I'm going to start. Quote, this is, by the way, from Sunday night at 1030 p.m., which I feel is important. 
when you're to the context of the tweet. Here goes the tweet. <clears throat> Curry haters, here's some Drake rhymes. Oh, wait, hold on, that's the wrong button. Hold on. Curry haters, here's some Drake rhymes. Let me get some music in there for you. Playing with my name, that is lethal, dog. Who you say you was? Don Corleone, trust me. At the top, it is in lonely. Strapped. All right, I'm going to read that for you one more time. Curry haters, here's some Drake rhymes. Playing with my name, that is lethal, dog. Who you say you was? Don Corleone, trust me. At the top, it isn't lonely. Strapped. And then, of course, they also tagged at Drake, at Stephen Curry or Stephen Curry, 30, and at Raptors. That should be, that's another. I just want to know, if you know, if you think you can identify that tweeter, give us a call right now and you can win yourself, uh, you can win yourself a Marque Show prize pack with some news 104.5 swag as well. I t- I'll tell you, when I first read it, I had to do a double tap. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who, who tweeted that? What, are you kidding? Uh, but apparently it's been verified. Uh, that it is it is an official tweet by this person eight five five seven six five one zero four five Kevin from the West Side. How are you, Kevin? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, doing great. Any idea who that is? Do you know? Can you identify that tweeter? <laughs> I really cannot, but um, I'll, I'll give it a wild guess. Yeah, give it a wild guess. Uh, all right. Um, uh, it's Mark A. Show. So. Uh, can you can you say the the tweet one more time? Yeah, you want to hear one more time? Absolutely, I'd love to because it's fun to say. All right, here we go. Uh, Curry haters, here's some Drake rhymes. Playing with my name, that. Oh, hold on, let me get the bleep ready so I don't actually get in trouble with anybody. That is lethal, dog. Who you say you was? Don Corleone. Trust me, at the top, it isn't lonely. Strapped. Does that help at all? <laughs> No. Oh. Okay. Shoot. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, someone, someone, uh, in our, Dude. I don't know. Okay, I'm done, Mark. I can't even think of anyone. You can't even think of anyone. All right. Hey, man. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Uh, Chris from Kingsland, Georgia. How you doing, Chris? <laughs> I'm doing great, Mark. Oh, good. Can you uh, can you name that tweeter? Gosh, no. <laughs> it's I a tough cannot. one. It's a tough one, That's man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take, take a crack at it. Throw a name out there. Anyone. Well, who's this? Goofballs on the sidelines at the NBA games that ain't supposed to be on the sidelines. That guy's named Drake. Is is that who it is? Yeah, you th- you think it's Drake? Yeah, that's a good guess because Drake is mentioned and tagged in that tweet. However, it is not Drake. Yeah, I know. It is not Drake. But that was a good yeah. guess, man. Hey, thanks so much for your call. Yeah. There you go. Uh, star Star One Zero Four Five. I told you this is not easy. Sometimes it's really easy. Sometimes if it's like Donald Trump or something, it's a dead giveaway. You know, if I came out of here and said, name this tweeter, and it was like, this was a horrible deal by a horrible person, you know that's Donald Trump. But this one is this one is not what you think. Star Star 104.5. Let's go to Chris in Fernandina Beach. Chris, hey, how you doing? Thanks for calling the Mark Show. Good, thanks. Appreciate oh, it, bud. Absolutely. Can you name that tweeter? Lenny Curry. Lenny Curry, the mayor of Jacksonville. Yes, sir. That is correct. That is correct. Bravo. <laughs> Lenny Curry on Saturday, on Sunday night watching the NBA Finals 
apparently a big fan of Stephen Curry, who he calls cousin Steph, and also the uh, the Golden State Warriors tweeted out Curry haters. Here's some Drake rhymes playing with my name. That oh, let me get the bleep again, ready because I want to make sure. Yeah. Is lethal, dog. Who you say you was, Don Corleone. Trust me, at the top, it isn't lonely. Strap. Great job. Chris, how did you know that was him? I just seen it on the news this I just morning. Saw it on the news. Yeah, he's making, he's making some waves, that mayor of ours. Congratulations, Chris. You get yourself, you, you get yourself a Mark K Show prize pack with some News 104.5 WOKV swag. And it is. It, this is something that when I was walking around Disney World, I was waiting in line for like 50 minutes to get on Pirates of the Caribbean or something else. And lo and behold, there it is in my news feed. Lenny Curry tweet containing profanity draws ire and uh, disgust from some of his constituents. I, I'm going to be honest with you. little shocking. to see, I've met Mayor Curry once or twice. little shocking that this is something that would be on his official mayoral Lenny Curry with a picture of his beautiful family, little blue check mark because, you know, Twitter has verified him. And there he is, the mayor of Jacksonville, just boom, busting the hate, busting the hate with some Drake rhymes on the Curry haters. Now, this is ironic for a couple of reasons, because, number one, his last name is Curry. And also, uh, Steph Curry's name is Curry. So I guess they think they're related. And then, number two, Drake is, you know what, nobody cares. Star, star, 104.5. Quick break. We're gonna, was this appropriate for our mayor to be doing? If you're a really, if you're really into a basketball game, is this something really appropriate, uh, that you should be doing as the mayor of a major metropolitan area? 855-765-1045 or star star 1045. Let me know. Let me know what you, yeah, he's just a sports loving dude. He's entitled to get on tweet, on Twitter and start, you know, uh, spewing hate just like everybody else. 855-765-1045. It's a Mark Show. Your phone calls next. Is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. No, he was not hacked, by the way. A lot of people, I'm reading on Twitter at some of the feed ago, a couple of people called in and said Lenny Curry's Twitter account was hacked. That's fake news. It was not hacked. It was not hacked at all. In fact, the city put out a statement. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, I'll pull it up here in just a minute. Um, or you know what, Dave and Mandarin, get me the city statement on uh, on Mayor Curry's tweet. I'd appreciate that. But no, he was not hacked. He was actually sitting around watching the NBA Finals. Toronto was up one game to nothing. Apparently, the Golden State Warrior, Warriors were coming back. He was getting into it, and he just he just you know like many sports fans do, he thought, here's what I'm going to do. It's the NBA Finals. My team's coming back. I'm going to get on Twitter and I'm going to tweet out Curry haters. Here's some Drake rhymes. Uh, playing with my name that. Oh, hold on, where's my button? Yeah, is lethal, dog. Who you say you was, Don Corleone? Trust me, at the top it isn't lonely. Strapped, and then of course he tagged Drake, Steph Curry, and the Raptors because that's what you do on Twitter when you're a diehard sports fan. Maybe not what you do when you're the mayor, but when you're a diehard sports fan. So here we go. Uh, this is the official city statement from the mayor's office. They wrote, "Quote: The mayor was simply tweeting about Steph Curry while he was watching the game." That's who he is referring to. He had four tweets and quoted Drake because Steph Curry is a huge Drake fan. It's just a sports lover who is tweeting back and forth with people while watching a game. This is to me what happens when you have a landslide victory and a second term. <laughs> when you when you're the mayor and you're like, I just won. I basically ran unopposed. Didn't nobody touch me. Ain't no runoffs. I got four more years and then I'm out. You don't care what you tweet. 
Nothing's going to happen. This is why Donald Trump needs a second term, because if you think Donald Trump, Trump's tweets were harsh and, and hair-raising his first term, wait until he wins a second term. Wait until he's the lame duck president. Wait until there are no consequences. You put Donald Trump back in office, he's he's going to put Mayor, Mayor Curry's tweets are going to look like something my kids would do. Star Star 1045, Travis in Middleburg. How are you, Travis? Travis, you there? I'm here. Oh, hey, hey Travis. What do you want to say about Mayor Curry's uh, basketball tweet? I wanted to say that it's awesome, man. Things like this make you know people in office seem more personable. Yeah. People always hold them to that that higher standard, but they're they're just people like us. So that there's no reason that it should be inappropriate for him to you know say a few cuss words and get excited. Yeah. So you think that it makes him more personable and you like him better? Like you could actually go hang out at a bar and have some beers with him and, and hoot and holler and, and cuss at the TV. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. That's, that's, you're, that, some people feel that way. Some people do feel that way. Some people don't. <laughs> some people, some people are on Twitter writing, are you actually a mayor? Uh, and somebody else wrote, did your account get hacked? Somebody else wrote, why aren't you doing more to uh, why are you sitting at home thinking about ways to bring down Jacksonville's crime rate? Someone wrote so unbecoming. This is vulgar. Uh, other people are writing. Love it. Love it. Uh, and then, of course, he was getting then it just goes back and forth. There were a lot of gifs that I don't want. <laughs> There's the Lionel Richie gif, which was kind of fine. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. If you didn't know it, this is what your mayor's doing on Sunday night when he's watching the basketball game. Jacksonville. Uh, <laughs> Corey on our Facebook road. Mayor Curry had too many Zimas, <laughs> which, is, which if anyone is drinking Zimas on a Sunday night while watching basketball, you can rest assured it's uh, it's Mayor Curry. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. 1045. You know, Twitter is it's interesting because it, it does hold both personal and professional applications. And every now and then those personal and professional applications tend to tend to, you know, tend to be at odds with each other. But heads, for example, he wrote uh, like they said, there were a couple of uh, tweets. There was uh, there was another tweet after this where he wrote Cousin Curry, period. And then the next day he retweeted a city of Jacksonville tweet. Uh, you know, beginning the uh, marking the beginning of hurricane season and needing to be prepared. Then, then he tweeted a story about silent retreats and chilling out with his family. Um, and then, of course, you know, it was, uh, you know, it's back to business as usual. So on the weekend, look, if you're looking for a fun guy to follow on Twitter on the weekends during sporting events, Lenny Curry's your guy. Lenny Curry's your guy. And then during the week, it's all back to business. As usual, but Monday through Friday, you know, you get all the stuff, you get all the business that you need, and then on the weekends, he just he just cuts loose and lets the lets the lets the 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 foul mouth fly. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right, now speaking of tweets, Donald Trump is in Great Britain, right? He just wrapped up a press conference with Theresa May, and he was on Twitter as well. Uh, talking about all kinds of enemies, both foreign and domestic, who've been attacking him uh, both home and at abroad. We'll get into all that here in just a minute and let you know what else is happening. Plus, uh, did you see Jeopardy last night? I, I feel like I feel like there's more to the story than what we saw, but we'll we'll discuss that as well. It's the Mark K Show. More coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. 
get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. It was very nice of the city, though, to release that statement letting us real, you know, telling us, hey, the curry he was referring to was Steph Curry, not himself. So when he talked about curry haters, he wasn't talking about Lenny Curry haters. He wasn't, like, targeting that at, like, you know, Anna Borchay or uh, or Jimmy Hill. Do you think Jimmy Hill would ever tweet like that? If, he, if Jimmy Hill became mayor, do you think he'd tweet out some Drake rhymes? And also, why, here's my question. Why wasn't Lenny Curry tweeting like this during the election? Because that would have made it way more exciting. You know, like, if he was, like, uh, if he was, like, Anna Borchay. Here's some Drake rhymes. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> play it with my name. That's lethal. I don't know. I just feel like play it with my record. That is lethal. I got the cops on my side. You know, all that stuff. But maybe maybe next time he runs. Although, I think he's I think he's done after this. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Now, a couple of other things. Uh, a programming note. We found out last week. And I, we, I got really excited about it. I think it was Friday. When did I email you the other, Josh? Was it Friday about the rally? Maybe it was like Friday. Right. It was Friday night or Saturday. Later, later in the week. It was, it was at some really time. It was a time when I shouldn't have been working, and I knew that everyone I was talking to was also not working. Uh, but we were able to piece it together. It appears that Donald Trump is organizing a rally in Orlando. And by appears, I mean it's happening. And it's very exciting for a couple of reasons. It's going to be uh, on Tuesday, June the 18th. Exciting, number one, because it's close to home. It's like two hours away. I was just in Orlando yesterday. I mean, it's not that far. You can you can get there and back in a day. And the second really exciting thing is because uh, this is the rally where he will officially, officially announce his his candidacy for president, where he's he's running for reelection. And it means that he's coming. It means Melania is coming. It means that Pence is coming. It means that. Pence's, Mrs. Pence is coming. I forget her name. Uh, all of them. They're going to be down here. I guarantee there's probably some of like Ivanka and Jared may make the trip. You might even see Don Jr. You know, um, whoever hasn't been subpoenaed uh, to appear in front of Congress is probably going to come down here. It's going to be a lot of people. It's going to be a huge rally at the Amway Center. And it's going to be so the Amway Arena. Pardon me. It's, it's going to be really exciting because, as you know, Trump rallies are the most exciting rallies of all the rallies. And I take it from me, I've been to several of them. We've already made and as soon as I found out, as soon as I found out about this, I got the email from the official Trump campaign because I'm on their list and they send me everything. And they're like, we're coming to Orlando. And I was like, oh, my God. So I booked a room and I wrote to the other Josh and I wrote to our boss and I said, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go down and we're going to be live at the rally. And then the next morning, uh, because it's, it's uh, the rally starts like seven or eight at night. So what's going to happen is it's going to I'm just going to spend the night there. I'm not going to tell you where because I don't want the crazy stalkers. But uh, then we're going to go to our sister station in Orlando, WDBO, and do the show live from there Wednesday morning. So you're going to get you're going to get like Trump rally all evening. There's going to be video. We're going to be on Twitch. We're going to be on Instagram. We're going to be on the, and the best part to me. There's a couple of really great things about the Trump rally. Number one, it's the crowd inside the rally when they get all fired up, when they start, you know, booing at the same time or cheering at the same time or chanting at the same time or, you know, dancing at the same whatever it is. USA, 
the, I mean, the, the vibe, it's, it's so, it's so palpable, uh, cal- uh, pardon me. It's so amazing. The, the vibe and the energy in, in the place. It's going to be awesome. The second great thing, the second great thing is the crowd outside the venue because you get all kinds of, you get all kinds of people. You get all kinds of, uh, you get all kinds of, you know, haters and you get all kinds of protesters and you get basically everyone. The last time it was Bernie Sanders supporters. You're going to get a bunch of Joe Biden supporters. You're going to get anti-abortion people. You're going to get people who think Donald Trump is a racist. You're going to get people dressing up in costumes. They're going to be, you know, handcuffing themselves to certain things. They're going to be chanting the dumb stuff. They're going to be in the face of everyone wearing a red cap. Oh, and then there's the vendors. The vendors come out in full force. This is, this is pure head on. This is the beginning of the campaign. This is the official beginning of the Donald Trump campaign. Sure, he's done a couple rallies already. He did one down in Texas, which was a ra- it was a campaign rally, but it was it was basically centered around the wall and the and the immigration crisis, which still rages on today. Then yeah, he did another rally in Pennsylvania, which seemed a lot like a campaign rally, but it was really a rally in support of that guy who won the election. Uh, probably in part thanks to that rally. And then, of course, there's this rally. And this rally has no backstory. There's no hidden agenda. This is not about an agenda item that's that's already in existence. It's not to support any other candidate. This is 100 percent full-fledged a Donald Trump for president rally, the first one of its kind, and it's just a couple hundred miles east of here. Wait, west of here. A couple hundred miles east is the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> so we want to make sure we want to make sure we want to make sure we're going the right way. Yeah, west. Anyway, so that's happening uh in 2 weeks on on the 18th. Now, if you if you want to join me by all means, I would go on the you have to go to like the Trump website. You have to actually ask for tickets because they don't just let anyone in. I don't know if you've ever been there. They don't want anyone just wandering into the Trump rally. You have you can get a ticket, that kind of thing. I have my press pass. Um, you know, if you're a gym on on Facebook is talking about getting a bus together, go for it. Get a bus together, get a caravan, get whatever you want. But it's going to be a blast. We're going to have, of course, like I said, the live coverage that Tuesday night in some fashion. We haven't figured it out yet. We just we basically pulled the trigger on this. And now we've got to put all, you know, logistically figure out how we're going to do it. But there'll definitely be some kind of live stream from outside because that's amazing. Uh, we're going to do we're, uh, Instagram stories after you go ahead and follow me on Instagram now because we're going to be prepping for this for weeks. And then uh, and then the show the next day, we, we'll see who we can find. Maybe we'll drag some of the uh, people back from the rally because, you know, what happens after the Trump rally is they go out drinking all night. I mean, it's a it's a Tuesday night. These people have come from all over. I guarantee they're taking off work the next day. They're going to go. There's a bunch of bars around the Amway Arena, right? Now, there's got to be bars. The other, Josh, you're from Orlando. Are there bars around the Amway Arena? Yeah, it's in the middle of downtown. There's plenty of stuff around there. Plenty. So we could yep. all go get hammered afterward. Yep. Oh, there's a bar upstairs at the Amway Arena. Oh, okay, great. So we'll go out. We'll hit some bars. We'll come back. We'll do the show. Uh, we'll turn it into, like, this amazing, this amazing party. So that's coming up on the 18th. And and something you should definitely plan for. If you can't make it, by all means, watch and listen because we'll bring you as much as we as much as we potentially can. There's going to be I guarantee there's going to be some some uh, some extra superstars of of conservative media. You may see a diamond and silk sighting that could always happen. Uh, you know, someone else could pop up. There could be a Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Maybe Giuliani will show his face. I guarantee that Governor DeSantis will be nearby. I guarantee that uh, that uh, that Senator Scott will make an appearance if possible. Not so sure about Marco Rubio. I'm not sure where he stands in the Trump organization these days. 
ways if he's PNG or not. But uh, but we'll follow. You know, oh, Nikki Haley has kind of reemerged on the campaign trail in support of Donald Trump, and she's very popular, not just here, but all over um, the all over the South, and with a lot of uh, diehard conservatives. So you may see Nikki Haley again. This is this is the official kickoff of the Trump campaign, and he could have done it anywhere. He could have done it in Ohio. He could have done it in Texas. He could have done it in Pennsylvania. He could have done it in Michigan or Wisconsin, one of those battleground states that got him the presidency and one of those battleground states that he definitely needs to win the presidency again. But no, he chose right here in the middle of Florida. So uh, we're honored and we're very excited about that. And we've already got the, the preparations underway. All right. Right now, Donald Trump is in England and we'll tell you what's going on there. We have a, he and Theresa May had a uh, had a press conference and they were very cordial and civil and they it, well you know what's kind of sad actually as I was watching this I was thinking to myself man it would be great if Ter- Theresa May were hanging around for a couple more years but she's out in like a week and a half so it was it was a bizarre thing to have a state visit with the prime minister who you know is not just a lame duck prime minister but literally is days away from being jobless and unemployed it's really bizarre. We'll uh, we'll tell you a little bit about what's going on there and how it affects you and us next. It's the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate our we're, uh, we're putting together a plan. Everyone now on our Facebook page and our Twitter page and our Twitch page. We have so many. We stream this show, by the way, not only here on uh, News 104.5 WOKV. And we, I know a lot of people listen live to the radio in your cars. We appreciate that. A lot of folks stream us on the app, either here in Jacksonville or, you know, parts unknown. And now uh, we've got people that watch us every single day, too. Our Twitch channel is it's a, it's growing by leaps and bounds every single day. We have a huge, really amazing and fun community over there. F- forget about it. Facebook, every time we go on. Fa- yesterday, I was at Disney World uh, with my kids. Well, and I'll talk about that here in just a minute. And I started getting messages from people on Facebook going, why are you not live on Facebook today? And I was like, well, because I'm at uh, I'm at Disney World, and they weren't. They, that didn't seem like it was a good enough excuse for some people. Anyway, eight five five seven six five one zero four five. That's why I want you to know my schedule ahead of time. That we will be live again in Orlando, but we will be broadcasting. We have a. Luckily, we own radio stations all over the place, so we have a radio station in Orlando. They're going to host me and uh, and host the show um, the day after this Trump rally, which should be really exciting. Bill and Mandarin. Bill, hey, how are you? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Good. What do you want to say about this uh, Trump rally? Well, actually, I uh, just kind of wanted to point out to you that Orlando is south of us, not west. I mean, technically, it's both south and west. Eh, south-southwest. But west, I think you're thinking uh, of Tallahassee. I would say southwest-west. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the Trump rally, I, I think it's beautiful. You do it in Orlando. I wish I could be there with you. It sounds like a lot of fun, but I got to work. Yeah. No, and, I understand. Uh, work gets in the way of all the. And it is interesting that it's, it's a Tuesday, too. I don't know what the significance of that is, too, but work does get in the way for a lot of people. Um, and I apologize for that. But hey, you know, thanks so much for. I mean, yes, it's south. You go south on 95, and then you go west on 4. So. Yes, the other Josh is what? I'm checking on a globe now, believe it or not. I pulled pulled one out of my uh, trunk, (laughs) and it is, in fact, east of Jacksonville. What is? Yeah, I'm looking at the longitude lines of the state of Florida, and Jacksonville is here, and then Orlando is southeast geographically. According to all the roads we drive, you take your south and then drive west. There's no way that Orlando is east of Jacksonville. It really is. That's fake news. That's fake. Don't worry. Is this a CNN I'll send globe? You a link. Dave, no, send him a link. Do not send me any links. I'm not going to open it. 855 This is a conspiracy. I literally drove yesterday. We went to Disney with my kids for their field trip. And I, like I said, I was a chaperone. And we went south on 95 
and west on Interstate 4. Joke's on you. You were actually going southeast on 95. There's no way I was I know, going I, southeast. I, I would have never guessed either. And then I had an open mic saying the same thing. So I looked it up, and uh, it's actually east of uh, Orlando. There's a compass. There's no way that you're not telling me that you're, this is this is not happening. There's no way that Orlando is east of Jacksonville. I don't care about I don't care what the curvature of the earth says. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. By the way, when I went to Disney yesterday, total uh, side note, there, some, the mo- one of the most amazing things happened to me. Never happened to me before. But we went with uh, what happened was I was a, a chaperone for my kids field trip and we went we were on the bus. We were trying to get our fast passes for Disney. And what happened was uh, I was the only parent on the bus who was able to fast pass what's called the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Very, very popular ride. Brand new, almost. People really into it. Every Fast passes go months in advance. But for some reason, I was able to get for my little group of girls, my daughter and her little friends that I was in, in charge of, I was able to get those for her. No one else on the bus could. All the other parents failed. Hashtag failures. Nobody else could get any of those. We were the only ones on those buses that were going to ride that ride. And then when we got there... One of the girls started talking to the operator. The operator goes, where are you from? And she's like, we're from Jacksonville. And the girl goes, no way. I'm from Jacksonville. That's amazing. What a small world. And I laughed because that's another ride at at Disney. Anyway, uh, and then she goes, what are you doing here? Are you on a field trip? And she said, yes, because we're safety patrols. And the girl says, no way. I was a safety patrol, too. So we had this thing going. They were safety patrol. And I, you know, I always tell the kids, don't talk to strangers. But in this in this particular instance, it worked out really well for us because we got on the train and we rode around the mine train and we did the ride. It was amazing. We pulled back into the station and little bars went up. And this girl who was talking to the group, she walks over and she goes, hey, safety patrol girls from Jacksonville, do you guys want to ride again? And, of course, they're all like, yeah, we do. And she goes, follow me. And she took them out and right back to the front of the line. And they got to ride again for like instantly, which has never happened to me before. So, of course, then what happened is when we got off and we met the rest of the group, they rubbed it in because not only were we the only ones that got to ride it one time, but we got to ride it twice simply because, you know, we talked to strangers. So really, I mean, the the moral of the story is you talk to strangers because it may get you. It may get you free stuff in the end. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. We, we, we have to take a quick break. We're going we're gonna to get a globe. We're going to get a piece of string. We're going to get a compass. We're going to get a, a sextant. Whatever else the hell we have to get to prove to Josh that Orlando is west of here and not east of here. No, I'm not a flat earther, Jim. <laughs> Although I may be if you keep trying to convince me that Orlando's east. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got news. We got weather. We got traffic. We got more of the Mark K Show. More of your phone calls. More open mic messages all on the way on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Okay, Mark, I need you to take off when I take off. So from now on, when you go on vacation, check with me first because I can't handle it when you're not here. 
If you guys could just do me a favor and submit all your vacation requests right now, we'll have the other Josh figure out a time when we can all just take off together so we won't have to worry about uh, missing each other. I'm, i got to be honest with you. I'm still they're, – they're joking on Facebook about how the uh, my head is starting to smoke, which it, it ain't no lie. I just now – I mean, apparently – I've been we've been looking at maps and we've been putting it into the we've been putting it into the longitude and latitude. And apparently there's no way around it. But Orlando is technically east of Jacksonville, which I mean, it's one of those things like it's bad. Like my entire life now is changed forevermore will be changed when I when I go to Orlando in two weeks for this Trump rally that was just announced. I'll be going east, which is just so weird because you go west to get. I don't understand it. I just, I just don't understand it. Also, West Palm Beach is one of the easternmost points in the state. So maybe it's not, maybe it's not just Orlando, but, but that is something that is, if you've never realized this, if you, if you've never sat down and thought about it, if you go to Disney World, if you go to games at the Amway uh, Arena, if you go to Orlando for any reason, you know, Universal, all of those things, and you leave from Jacksonville or the Orange Park or anything like that, you actually drive in the end, you end up east. Yes, you drive south and then you go west, but you end up basically east of where you began. It's crazy. It's really bizarre stuff. It's mind blowing stuff. And it's just, it's just one of those things about Florida. Like, this is why Florida is so crazy to so many people. This is why Florida just can't be explained to, uh, to, you know, to the common, um, outsider. 855-765-1045. If you, if you're, if you're like me and you just realize this today, it's like those old memes. Like, how old were you when you realized that Orlando was east of Jacksonville? I was today years old. That's, that's exactly how I'm feeling right now. I am a walking meme. 855-765-1045. You can also leave us, you can also leave us an open mic message. Um, if you go to our mobile app, just download the News 104.5 mobile app on uh, the Google Play Store. You can do it on the iTunes Store as well. 855-765-1045. Now, something else that happened is, uh, we had Donald Trump is in England. He's there now. He's visiting the Queen and he's visiting Theresa May and he's visit- visiting a couple of other people. He will not be visiting Prince Harry and Meghan Markle because they don't want to see him. Apparently, Meghan Markle, not a big fan of Donald Trump. She wasn't a big fan of Donald Trump when she was an American, and that didn't change now that she's British. Apparently she's a, no matter what her her no matter what her nationality, she's not a Trump fan. But the Queen seemed very excited uh to meet Donald Trump, or if she wasn't, she hit it uh really well. Tonight we celebrate an alliance that has helped to ensure the safety and prosperity of both our peoples for decades. That, to me, is exactly... I don't think the Queen's voice has changed in, like, 40 years. That, to me, is whenever you think of the Queen, that's exactly how she talks. That's how she sounds. That's how every Queen should sound. Of course, it is not only our security which unites us, but our strong cultural links and shared heritage. Yeah, and she's going back about how, you know, hey, the United States and Great Britain are more similar than we are different. We owe an immeasurable, inimmeasurable debt to the British, American, and Allied soldiers who began the liberation of Europe on the 6th of June, 1944. Yeah, they were talking about D-Day, which is, it was the uh, was it 74th anniversary of D-Day, I want to say. And that's one of the reasons Donald Trump was there, and he mentioned that as well. More than 150,000 Allied troops were preparing on this island to parachute into France, storm the beaches of Normandy, and win back our civilization. 
And even though he was there, of course, just as a state visit, as a guest of as a guest of the um, of the crown, as a guest of the of uh, Great Britain, as as long as he was there to be part of, you know, this this whole fantastic, uh, you know, pomp and circumstance that they put forward for their guests. There were, of course, protesters, not just Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, but a ton of others. And they were and they were outside in force. And of course, that's what the British press and the international media wanted to focus on. But honestly, he's stands for everything that I really, really loathe. Everything that I really loathe. That's why Donald Trump stands for everything that she really, really, really loathes. Um, racism, misogynist, um, anti-LGBTQ+. Plus. Uh, he's just everything that I really detest. Everything she detests. He's, uh, what was it? Um, racism, misogynist, um, anti-LGBTQ+. Plus. Uh, he's just everything that I really detest. Yeah, so he's a racist, he's a misogynist, and he's anti-LGBTQ. I'm not really sure where that comes from, but uh, she loathes everything about him, so she's out there protesting. And there were, and she wasn't the only one. There were, there were a ton of people out there. Uh, there were a ton of people out there protesting Donald Trump and still continue to do so as his visit continues and goes on. And that's all par for the course. That's all part of it. Now, Donald Trump is also going to Ireland. Uh, he's going to Ireland to visit one of his resorts that he has there. The other Josh says to drink. Donald Trump doesn't drink. He, he rarely ever drinks. Maybe one glass of champagne a year. Maybe. But he is not a big drinker. That's why he's in such good health. And that's why, uh, you know, that's why and people look at him and say, of course, he drinks. Look at his hair. But no, he doesn't drink at all. That's one of the um, that's one of the things. That's why he has so much energy, vitality and can get so much done. Unlike the rest of us who <laughs> waste years of our lives, uh, you know, just you know, sitting around um, basically watching basketball, throwing back beers and uh, and tweeting out vulgarities um, at, at other athletes. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. 1045. Bill, by the way, is on the phone. He's got to talk about Florida. Bill, hi, how are you? I'm fine. How about yourself, Mark? Doing great, man. What do you want to say about uh, about Orlando being east of Jacksonville? If you drew a line due south out of Jacksonville, it would go west of Orlando. And if you continue that line, you'd end up near Naples, not Miami. So Florida, being a peninsula, does not go north and south. It goes north, northwest to south southeast that's oh why God. orlando is east of jacksonville no you're right if we go straight south i didn't even think about going if we go straight south we're on the gulf side of the state almost that's ridiculous well uh, so the peninsula doesn't run north south no i know runs, i see yeah well, i see that now it's not north it's kind of like jutting out to the wow that is this has been one of those days, man. I did I did not expect this when I got to work today. I did not expect for my whole geographic outlook of the state where we live to be shifted. I did not think of that at all. I just assumed you get on I-4 West and you're going west. Although I don't know why I assume that because sometimes when I get on the Beltway North, I'm going south. And sometimes when I get on the Beltway East, I'm going west. So really direction, whoever's making up these road signs, yeah, really, you know, the directions are not really, are not really top of their mind. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. But one of the big, one of the big things that, of course, Donald Trump was, uh, was asked about today in this press conference with Theresa May, who is the outgoing who is the outgoing prime minister, is about the Brexit. And the thing that's interesting about Theresa May is, and a lot of people misrepresent this or misunderstand it, Theresa May is not being forced out of office or is not, she's not dropped in popularity, she's not lost her power because of Brexit. It's because Brexit hasn't happened fast enough. And the reason she's being replaced, the reason there's this power struggle right now, is because the people want Brexit. They just want it faster than normal. 
or in fact, they want it on the they don't want it to be held up anymore. Basically, what you have in England is very similar to what we have here. You have the Democrats and the Republicans, although they're called by different names. You have a group that is nationalist and wants out of the European Union. You have a group that isn't. And the uh, group that doesn't want out of the European Union has basically been like Congress, just slamming the brakes every chance they get, stopping it at every turn. And they haven't had a strong enough leader. Theresa May is no Donald Trump. She's not the strong enough leader that could get it done. So now the the Brexit party or the Brexit supporters who are still in control of the country, they're going and they're like, look, you got to go. We need somebody who's going to get this done and uh, get it done by October 31st. And that's why and it's kind of awkward to hear Donald Trump, uh, you know, out there talking with them because he's like, look, this has definitely got to happen. It's something that the, the uh, British people want. It's something that we support. And yeah, Teresa, you know, credit to you for all that you've done. But you're you're not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to see it through. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got some more of your phone calls coming up here in just a minute. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Orlando is southwest of Jacksonville. There's, there's not east. There's no way in hell it is east. Look at a map. See, I felt that way too. And in fact, those like that's when I walked into work today. When I walked into work today, I was convinced that Orlando was west of Jacksonville, southwest of Jacksonville. Apparently, it's not. It's it's east. If you, I mean, it's south definitely, but it's it's it could just be east. Uh, and it's something that I'd never even considered nor thought of. I just assumed that it was uh, that it was west and now as as we go in into the show and as we look at it and as people call and as we we uh, we were sent links and 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 you know topographical maps and satellite imagery it appears that orlando is technically east of jacksonville mark saying orlando is not east is like conservative saying there's no global warming they just can't accept the fact well there is no global warming i can i can accept the fact that there that it's east and if you've been to Orlando anytime recently, you know that there's nothing. Uh, it's it's hot as it's always been. Mary from St. Augustine, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Mark? Great, Mary. Thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say? The first time I drove into Jacksonville before GPS, I was confused to see there's a University Boulevard North, University Boulevard South, and a University Boulevard West. Yeah. So we have like a local little crazy microcosm of what's going on in the state. Yeah, no, that's true. The first time my uh, father drove in to visit when I moved here, he drove all the way around the Beltway because I think I told him to get on 295 East and he got on the wrong 295 East and it, he ended up in Orange Park. And then he, he goes, ah, I went over like four bridges to get to your house. And I was like, oh, well, you saw the entire city. But yeah, that's that's totally that's just because the roads are screwy. I just, you know, but this whole Orlando thing is, I mean, you can't blame that on the roads. Why is it that the radio station in their traffic report references the Buckman Bridge as northbound or southbound when the Buckman Bridge runs due east and west? I think it's because, I don't know why, but there is that one little tail part that that goes like down a little bit. So maybe that's what they're, that's what they're talking about. Uh, Kevin from Orange Park, how are you, Kevin? I am doing fine. Oh, good. What do you want to say about this whole thing about Orlando being well, uh, east? Well, I had a different uh, geography, and that was whether or not, whether Reno, Nevada, or Los Angeles is farther west. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know which. Uh, who, do, <laughs> Reno, Nevada. Does it matter? 
No, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> once you get, hey, like, once you get west of the Mississippi, there are very little that I care about. 855-765. I don't care where Vegas is as long as the casinos are open. John from Middleburg, how are you? Hey, as great as this topic is about the compass, I want to find out what happened. You mentioned the earlier Jeopardy champion lost somehow and lost his compass. I want to find out what your theory is about why that happened. Oh, that's a great. Did you watch it last night? Yes, I did. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, uh, there's this guy, James Holsauer, and he won, what was he, won like 32 games in a row. Correct. Yeah. And he was about to break the record. He was uh, $60,000 away from the record. $2.54 million on Jeopardy held by Ken Jennings. And this guy got there in half the time. And he shows up for work because basically at this point it's his job. He shows up for work and he starts playing and there's these two new contestants. And for whatever reason, he doesn't get his daily doubles. He doesn't get the, he doesn't amass this score. And then at final jeopardy, he makes this really quizzical low bet, gets the question right, but ends up losing because the woman who had more money than he did, uh, ended up getting more money. It was the weirdest ending to this guy's entire Jeopardy career. It was not he hit the two and a half million, became the number one all-time winning contestant, and then lost. It was he got literally at one game away, as close as you could possibly get, and then just seems like seems almost like he gave up. Which makes me yeah. think there's more to it. What do you think? What's your take, John? Uh well I did notice when he made the low bid that he had already given up because if somebody else got the right answer, especially her she was going to win. Yeah. But uh, his logic, my wife and I discussed it last night, is that him and his wife had discussed it and said they'd gone this far and they don't plan on going any further. And both of the contestants knew so much that even Alice Trebek pointed out the fact that they only got one question wrong on the entire board in both uh, rounds. Yeah, it was. So it, they were very knowledgeable, and so they took away all the money that he had uh, normally won. Like you said, the double jeopardies were already taken by the time he tried to get hired. Yeah, I thought when my, when my wife and I talked about it, I mean, it's nice to see that you and your wife are having the same conversations that my wife and I are having, as, as well as I'm sure millions of people around the globe yesterday, because this was so shocking. But ba my whole consensus was, look, if you become the number one winningest champion on Jeopardy, then that basically becomes your career. You are then known for that. Like Ken Jennings is a perfect example. Nobody, The guy has done a ton of different things. All you know about him is this is the guy that won the most money on Jeopardy. And maybe, just maybe, he didn't want to be that guy maybe he wanted to go back to his life as a professional sports gambler maybe he wanted to live in somewhat you know an anonymous lifestyle he didn't want to be called up as the he didn't want that designation he didn't want it to interfere with his life being the second highest winner you know no one no one remembers second place um so he could just take the money and, and walk away i don't know though. i've read a couple things this morning uh, that 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 say what he did was basically all he could do with that low bet because either way he would have lost so, yeah. well, thank you for sharing your theory, Mark. Have a great day. Hey, John, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. I mean, it's interesting. Look, this guy was so such a professional gamer that that low bet, they said he calculated in his mind that if she got it wrong, he still would have had enough money to beat the other guy and be number one. And that if she got it right, he knew he was sunk either way. There was no way he could have won. I, I mean, I don't know. These guys know more about numbers than I do. Eight five five seven six five. 1045, but it was th this guy's run on Jeopardy. This guy, this James Holzhauer, everybody, 
everybody was was I mean at 7:30 at night they were it was one of those weird must see television moments. The other Josh watched it like 14 other people here at work watched it. I went to Best Bet the other day. I sat down at the poker table. The first thing the guy said was, "Who here's been watching that James guy on Jeopardy?" And everyone started talking about it. Everybody was was following the saga of this James Holtzauer. And I don't know if it's because Alex Trebek had cancer, which apparently he's almost cured of, or or if it was just because this guy was chasing Ken Jennings. Who knows? But it was uh, it was interesting. 855-765-1045. If you have if you think he threw it on purpose, like a lot of people do, give us a buzz. Star Star 1045 or 855-765-1045. Quick phone poll. Did James Holzhauer throw the Jeopardy match last night or did he lose fair and square? 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your phone calls coming up. Got to get Mark a more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKV. He'll never admit it, but when that wildfire became contained and no longer became a big issue, a little piece of Rich Jones died inside. <laughs> That's, that's anyway, uh, 855-765-1045 is our number. But big news, I mean, a lot of people today, a lot of people today are talking about uh, what happened on Jeopardy last night because this guy, James Holtzauer, had became, I mean, he really become such a household name. And he has, he was racing at the, uh, he was racing toward uh, making Jeopardy history and beating Ken Jennings at a record of 2.5 some odd million. He was $60,000 away. And this guy averages about $70,000 a day. So he easily, easily could have done it last night. However, spoiler alert. That takes him to 24799 so, Emma, it's up to you. If you came up with the correct response, you're going to be the new Jeopardy champion. Did you? You did. What did you wager? Oh, God. 20000 What a payday. Oh, gosh. 46801 What a game. Oh, my God. Alex Trebek almost—I mean, he couldn't believe it. Alex Trebek was—he'd be, he'd become so used to like making some kind of snide remark to the other contestants because James just kept winning 32 games in a row, and now all of a sudden, poof, he was gone. He had to start learning other people's names because uh, luckily they draw him out there right on the thing. But there's a lot of controversy about this. A lot of people were saying, "Hey, he threw this. He was done. He was ready to go. Uh, he didn't want to break the record. He didn't want that notoriety." Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of other people broke it down, and I saw an article upon article upon I mean, a lot of people have a lot of time on their hands. So, you know, basically saying here's why he bid so low or bet so low on the final Jeopardy question. Here's why it actually makes sense. Here's why he played the only way that he could possibly play to win. Uh, Clinton from Mayport. How are you, Clinton? Thanks for calling the Marquee Show. What do you want to say about um, this Jeopardy guy losing yesterday? Yeah, my wife and I, we were talking, and... Earlier yesterday, she told me that she had heard or read somewhere that his daughter was was missing him. She was happy that he was having success, but she wanted him to come home. And that might have been one of the reasons why he uh, threw the game. Oh, because the kids missed their daddy. That's... Exactly. I mean, family first. Family first. Family first. But also, let's think about what happens if you bring $2.5 million home to your family. I feel like, you know... All would be, all would be forgiven. Tom from the, Tom from the West Side. How are you? 
I'm fine. Uh, what do you think about James Holtzauer? Do you think he threw this game? Do you think he did it on purpose, or do you think he actually got beat fair and square? Well, my wife and I talked about it as well. We watched every episode of The Champion, and, and you could see his style. But I'll address the elephant in the room. It seems to me like maybe there's more money to be made by losing than winning. He's a professional gambler. Yeah. Yeah. And so what do you mean? Do you think he bet against himself or something? Excuse me? You think he bet against himself and he's cashing in? Well, if, if so, I'm sure he covered that trail, but that could be. I don't know. But the whole game seems so realistic, the Monday game from the beginning. He gives a, a get well card to uh, Alice Trebek from his daughter. Yeah. Trebek goes on to say to the other two contestants and everybody in the audience that everybody's ready to say enough is enough. He said that. And then throughout the game, the only time he really played his own game was when he tried to do that little thing at the end there with how much he bet. But all through the game, he was, he was not the same guy. He was always second on the buzzer. Uh, it, it was just like watching someone else. So, yeah. you know. All right. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really and I agree. And that's what a lot of people are saying. They're saying he wasn't up to par. The whole thing he gave is that he did. And, and when they were going through and they were introducing all the contestants, he didn't say a word. Uh, Alex Rebecca just held up a get well card that his daughter had made for Alex and said, thank you very much and walked away. And a lot of people were like, oh, that's it. That's the goodbye. That's the big dramatic farewell, Alex. Thank you for everything. I'm going to go home to my family. Dundee, who's on the road. Hey, Dundee, how you doing? Hey, forget the money. This guy would have been walking around with two broken legs if he'd have won that round of Jeopardy. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? You think Ken Jennings had some thugs ready to go after him? Not necessarily Ken Jennings. Oh, I see. Some of his gambling debts that were uh, maybe not unpaid. Uh, maybe not debts. Uh -huh. I don't know. All right. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Uh, star Star 1045 or 855-765-104. We got a bunch of open mics on it. Uh, I guess being a professional gambler makes people think about this guy differently than if he was just like, you know, a college professor or some accountant who loved uh, trivia. Come on. He bet a half million not to break the record. Yeah, that's what that's what people are thinking. He's got a bet somewhere that James Holzhauer would not break the record. So he threw the game, and now his wife or his cousin or whoever placed that bet somewhere in some casino is going to go and cash in. Maybe the guy on Jeopardy made just enough to pay back his bookies and walk away with his life. Maybe that's it, too. 855-765-1045 is number 855-765-1045. One oh four five uh is number it does seem quizzical and a lot of fans are are questioning it. Hey B C how you doing? Hey, what's up, M A R double K? Hey, double yeah, oh yeah, I get it. M A R because it's K I get it. I like that. We're gonna make that's cool. We're gonna make T shirts. You're witty. Hey man, I just wanted to uh, say I think maybe it was the ratings. Maybe the ratings went down and you know, the show Jeopardy like, man, you gotta get off of this tip because People are tired of watching Jeopardy. Oh, come on. I, can't, I have to believe it was just the opposite, man. I mean, I, I know people that I didn't think would ever watch a game show were watching this thing just to see how this, how this guy played. But the true, true Jeopardy fans, like my mother, um, was tired of it. <laughs> really? She was tired of it? Yeah. I mean, it, it was interesting, but, um, you know, you want to see newness on the game. You know, oh, let's watch the New England Patriots win the Super Bowl next year. Oh, sure. 
anyway. I mean, look, you know what? You do bring up a great point. And and there were some times where he basically he won this game from the first couple. I mean, he was already 15,000 up by the first commercial break. And it was just another it was a runaway after a runaway after a runaway. So you're right. Perhaps perhaps the fans were getting bored with it. Perhaps maybe Jeopardy paid him off. Who knows? Uh, but a lot of people were questioning why he made such a little bet. Now, there was a whole article on on the Internet. Someone was saying he basically said um, he knew that if this woman it was all in the betting, he bit he bet like thirteen ninety nine, one thousand three hundred ninety nine dollars. And the reason he did that was because if she lost, he still had to beat the guy in the middle. But he didn't he couldn't beat him by so much that if he lost that he if he got the question wrong, he would be in third place. It was like a whole thing. He was like he was manipulating it in his mind, trying to figure out what the perfect bet was. And and he said going into Final Jeopardy, all he knew, the only thing that he could do was make sure that this girl lost. If she got the question wrong, he could win. But if she got the question right, he knew either way, no matter what he bet, he was done for. Anonymous in St. Augustine. How are you, Anonymous? I'm doing fine. Uh, my opinion is that uh, I think the more that he would have won, he did some math in his head. Uh, the more he would have had to pay in taxes. So by bowing out last night, he would have actually made more money instead of if he'd have kept going, then he'd had to pay more in taxes, and he maybe would have made less money. But that's I, my opinion. Again, and I'm no accountant, but I, I'm pretty sure once you pass like $500,000, the tax bracket, I mean, it's, it's all the same. You're paying the same amount of tax on the same amount of money. So. Is it the same? It is? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think so. And again, like, I know that, like, it doesn't keep escalating. If you make $1 million or $10 million, you're still paying 40%. And and even if you, you know, so if he'd made the record or broken the record, he still would have taken home some more money in the, I don't know, though. I don't, it's all in California, too. And, and that's a whole different ballgame when it comes to, uh, when it comes to taxes. Uh, Chris in Kingsland, Georgia, how are you, Chris? Hey, I'm doing great, Mark. Hey, I just wanted to disagree with one of the previous callers there said, uh, that uh, us regular watchers, and I've been a regular watcher since the 70s, mm. um, were getting tired of it. I, I was, and I, I missed a few episodes out playing nine holes of golf, drinking beer a few times, but uh, I, uh, most nights I was sitting there watching it. Yeah. Well, so I, I hadn't lost any interest in it. Uh, all right, and, I, and I, you know, I agree with you. I, I was fat. My I whole family. It, <laughs> you, you do think he threw it? Yeah. Well, it's so funny because I just went on his Twitter and he changed his profile picture to a picture of Weird Al Yankovic. If you guys, the other Josh is thinking, we, why Weird Al? Think about it. It'll come to you. Eight five five seven six five. Scott got it. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. More of your phone calls. More of your open mic messages coming up. It's the Marque Show on News one zero four point five WOKV. say I was most nervous for my first show and once I was a Jeopardy champion I think everything else is just like all right they can't take that away from me ever. Being a Jeopardy champion means something different than I thought it ever would. You know my wife was actually the only one in the wor entire world who thought I could make it this far. She probably overshot honestly. <laughs> that was uh, James Holzhauer, Holzhauer whose uh, 32 game winning streak came to an end yesterday. Things must come to an end. <laughs> he, uh, 
uh, he changed his profile photo, by the way, to a photo of Weird Al Yankovic, which is very appropriate. And this woman who beat him is a librarian who apparently she she claims she had no idea who he was. The contestant coordinators um, were very good about just kind of presenting it matter of fact. When they said 32, I almost thought they were joking at first, just throwing out a random number, but then became clear during the during the game that he definitely earned it. How is it that you're enough of a Jeopardy fan that you want to go on the show and compete, but you don't know that there's currently a guy? How are you also a person in this world who didn't know? She's a librarian, for crying out loud. She works in a place where there are newspapers and magazines and information supposedly funneling through. But she didn't know who James Holzhauer was. She was going on a show with a guy who was about to break the record literally that day. About to break the record for most money ever won on this particular show, and she didn't know anything. She didn't know anything about him. I mean, that seems a little fishy to me. I don't necessarily like defining myself as someone that's defeated someone else, but to say that I've won a game of Jeopardy, no matter who against is just incredible. See, I again, this annoys me too because if I had beat James Holtzauer, I would be wearing a T-shirt that says "I beat James Holtzauer." I would change my name to the guy who beat James Holtzauer. I mean, this is something like if you're truly a fan of it, it leads me to believe she's not a fan of Jeopardy. It leads me to believe somebody talked her into this or goaded her or she just did it on a bed or or whatnot. But uh, but, you know, I really I kind of wish somebody who beat him were more of a fan, you know, like somebody was out there going, oh, man, I can't believe I beat you. I feel really bad. But, yay, I beat James Holtzauer. That's what you want. That's what you want. You want somebody who's excited uh, about the game. Anyway, hopefully, you know what? She could lose tonight, for all we know. That's how this game works. 855-765-1045. And we will never know. We may never know whether or not there was a conspiracy theory behind this. We may never know whether or not James Holzhauer threw the game because, as some people said, his children missed him or he wanted to get home to his wife. He was tired of, of, of living out in L.A. You know, for the entire week so that he could continue to amass a bigger and bigger fortune and and you know eventually look eventually he was going to come home eventually and the longer he stayed out there the more he would uh he would be able to you know bring home with him but but you know a lot of people out there are saying he he didn't want to be the champion he didn't want to be number one ken jennings uh reached out to him and said i'll give you fifty thousand dollars if you don't beat my record there's tons of different conspiracy theories going on out there but i will tell you this the ratings we checked sky high Highest in the last four years. And with, with the side, with the side drama of Alex Trebek and his cancer scare and him battling back this deadly stage four disease, you know, and, and he's claiming now that, that they, his cancers, have, his tumors are 50% the size, that he's beating it. Then it seems, it seems like all of this is it's just shining the light on the show uh, for whatever reason. And it, uh, I don't know if it's ever going to be like this again, but for the last couple of weeks, a lot of people that I never would have talked to in my entire life, we've been able to come together and to find, and to find a common bond, a common link, a common sub, something that we can all cheer for, something that we can all be excited about. And that was this record-breaking reign of sports betting st- superstar James Holtzauer, on Jeopardy. Uh, all right, we got to go. 855-765-1045. Now, tomorrow is whatever you want Wednesday. So if there's something in particular you really want to get off your chest or you want to complain about or you want to talk about it, if there's some story you think that we need to shed light on, tomorrow's your day. 
Tomorrow's your day from 10 to noon. It is whatever you want Wednesday. You can start now. You can leave us an open mic message. Go to our mobile app. Download it for free at the Google Play Store on the iTunes Store. Uh, go to the open mic part of that app or record a message. Send it to us. The other Josh will pluck it out of the sky, and he will uh, he will put it here on my desktop where I can play it live on the show tomorrow. Don't wait. Do it now. Uh, news, traffic, weather, Rush Limbaugh, all coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV.